uh, Dr. John Gray, thank you so much for um, interviewing again. We had such a great response and amazing feedback from the last interview. And um, we have actually a lot of questions from um, mainly my girlfriends <laughs> and all of the audience. And um, yeah, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thanks. It's a real pleasure and happy to answer as many questions as I can get to. We had such a fun time last time. You know, this is such a big subject. Yeah. It goes all over the place. Yes, exactly. exactly. And, and right now, that's why I wanted to organize the uh, questions a little bit better so we can kind of get to all of them because I felt that we left them hanging with the last one. <laughs> that's why. I... Um, main question. Can you talk a little bit more about tantric sex? Where should yes. we begin? Well, tantric sex is actually an advanced stage. Mm -hmm. uh, I think you have to begin by having somebody that loves you, if we're talking to women, mm -hmm. uh, where you feel safe. Right. I'll get to what it is, but first of all, there's prerequisites. Uh, often women just want to have sex if they're way on their male side, wow. uh, but they're having sex the way men have sex, which is you have a goal and you're trying to make it happen. To actually do tantric sex, it means a woman becomes multi-orgasmic and the man lasts a long time. Mm -hmm. uh, and ultimately, if he's an expert at it, he doesn't ejaculate. Uh, so he has orgasms without ejaculating. The key to this is to realize that as soon as a man ejaculates, you lose the fuel as a woman to have feminine orgasms. You can still, after he ejaculates, touch yourself or have him touch you. And you're basically... Oh. That's a lot of information. So oh, okay. first we have to be in a committed relationship, trusting our partner. And then can you repeat this last time again, <laughs> this last part again? So yeah. use our, what? Okay, to, to have tantric sex, it means that uh, from the man's point of view, you're going to go higher and higher and higher in your uh, hormone, masculine hormone testosterone, which means you have a hard erection and it lasts a long time. We're talking um maybe an hour of of intercourse after you've spent a good 20 minutes warming wow. the whole thing up which we talked about last time nine levels of orgasm for women is learning to be fully relaxed so that just the arousal is a, a wave of orgasmic energy mm -hmm. not the end we often think about orgasm as the end but actually it's a peak of energy that we just enjoy and surrender into it and then it rises again and we enjoy it and we surrender into it. It's enough. And then we go higher and higher. And to really be orgasmic, which is the op option for both men and women, you first go slow, just being aroused and kissing and touching from a place of safety. You can't have any of this that I'm talking about unless you feel as a woman, your estrogen levels are soaring. And wow. estrogen is the That's orgasmic right. hormone. And when you feel I can depend on someone, uh, I, I need them, I need them. So if you're doing your orgasm, you're not having a tantric orgasm if you're a woman. It's where, it's mind blowing sex where you basically, he does everything. He's in control most of the time because he's not ejaculating. Uh, and see his energy is there. It doesn't mean that you're always feeling passive. You're not feeling passive at all. You're receiving and sometimes then you'll get a surge of testosterone and then you want to jump on him and do him. And then you come back to uh, what he has to realize is that if you're doing him and he ejaculates, it's all over. So he has to constantly monitor himself to get close to, this is called edging. 
he gets close to where his body will ejaculate and he pulls out. If you're on top and of him, he, he throws you off. You can't know where he's at. He knows. But see, what happens is typically sex, tantric sex is an exchange of energies that might sound abstract, but basically it looks like this. It is an exchange of energies, but the, um, there's a place where women who are not uh, confident and being multi-orgasmic, where they see it's coming on the horizon and they grab it. And That's a very important concept because we talked a little bit about it, um, but it's, it's hard to grasp, you know, when like you go and like grab that orgasm yourself, it's a completely different experience, right? Can you touch yeah, that, more on the that? same thing, just as you need to, uh, when you see you need to grab, you need to let go. And he will experience you starting to grab because he's going to want to ejaculate. Wow. See, if a woman That's just so is thinking of, of grabbing the orgasm, men usually have uh, premature ejaculation. Wow. Uh, you know, it's right when you're saying, yeah, give it to me, give it to me, give it to me, then he ejaculates. <laughs> <laughs> the part of my body, any man's body, you can't just think erection and it goes up. Wow. It's so now it's it distortion. Okay, now it makes sense. It's the most vulnerable part of our being, it's all instincts. You can't control it, at least the arousal. I mean, I can control who, who I, where I put it, okay? I'm not saying that men are not responsible for their sexuality. Mm -hmm. I'm saying that it's a very vulnerable thing. So if you're wanting sex and I don't have that reaction, then I feel extremely inadequate as a man. That's why you have to be very wow. delicate about pushing for sex. Yeah, yeah. But now I have the scientific, now we know scientifically like what's happening in the guy's body. You see, yeah, like, yeah. we're clueless. And, and, you know, a guy, um, there's pressure on him as well. I remember when I was a younger guy, there was this pressure. How often are you having sex? You, you sort of had to say two or three times a week because in the beginning, you have sex two or three times a week because in the beginning, there's newness and newness shifts everything around, okay? It's not real yet. You don't really know the person yet. It's high, almost like a drug. You almost like took a drug. It's a drug. <laughs> and so now you've got this excitement and this stimulation and newness, if there's, um, for women as well, raises estrogen levels if they feel they're sexy enough to get what they want, okay? Yeah. There's a dynamic there where some women have very confident, confident about their bodies and their looks. It has nothing to do with the looks, by the way. It has to do with your confidence. Oh, wow. If but you confidence is like a masculine, a masculine trait, I thought, right? Say that again? Ma mas um, being confident is a masculine energy trait, right? In a woman? Well, it has to do with, if your estrogen is your Venus traits, okay? Whenever you anticipate, if I need something and I anticipate it, that's called, actually that's called not even confidence, that's called assurance. Uh, assurance, oh, I'm assured. You know, that's why makeup and outfits and uh, colors and all those things are actually for women, not for men. We don't care what you look like, actually. You, you have no idea the way the world men, men live in. Uh, all we this care is about- true. Is, this is why sometimes, you know, like I, I meet guys in the grocery store and my workout outfit and like I get more guys like that. It's like the funniest thing ever. <laughs> because you're not like, uh, you're, you're assured that, hey, I'm so cool. I don't have to dress up. It's literally like if you go to Silicon Valley, they have bill billionaires there. They wear shorts, t-shirts, and flip-flops yeah, to I business heard. meetings. You, yeah. dance, you dress down yeah. to show how successful you are.
Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, here in Miami, for example, you know, all the millionaires and billionaires buying like really expensive real estate, they show up to the office with flip-flops and bathing suits because they're literally at the pool or at the beach because they're millionaires. Yeah. They're yeah, not in the office. Like, hey, you know, <laughs> and I don't need to impress you. See, that's really the way a woman needs to be is I don't need to impress you at all. You have to impress me. That's A. That's a B. great tip. Wow, that's a great tip. But you have to be not so difficult to impress. You know, there's too hard to get. You know, it's, it don't be easy to get, but don't be too, you know, this is being balanced and authentic. And, but I made an, a statement there, which is rather radical, which is men are not attracted to how you look. Men are attracted to how you smell. Uh, this is- Wow, wait, what? <laughs> You're blowing my mind today. This is, this is biology. You know, we're, attraction is controlled by instincts. And when a woman is revealing uh, more of her breasts, more of her legs, uh, what happens in our society is she feels, oh, I can get attention, okay? I can get the attention. It's an illusion though, but it doesn't mean I can get a relationship that way, but I can get attention. That's one of our needs. Wow. So when you feel assured that you're lovable, so to speak, that's why you dress for yourself, really, not for your husband yeah. and for other women because they judge you. <laughs> Men don't. Yeah. Men judge by smell. Are you, and they don't know that, okay? We know scientifically that men, men get aroused when women produce pheromones, which is a smell that we're not conscious of, but your body produces it as women when you feel I am worthy, I am beautiful, I am assured that I can get what I need. And hormonally, what your body's producing is more estrogen. Okay, that's wow. why young, that's why young women are often get more attention in terms of looks, not because of their body, but because they're producing surges of estrogen, surges of estrogen. Now something makes sense. My ex-husband used to tell me all the time, I love how you smell. Like, <laughs> it never, it never made sense to me, <laughs> you know, like, you know, and, and men make pheromones as well. High testosterone evokes high estrogen in women. We produce male pheromones and women produce female pheromones and those smells regulate our sex drive. Wow. Drive. And we're, we're animals when it comes to sex. It's a place you cannot control. You cannot just start lubricating as a woman. You have to have stimulation mm -hmm. that says that you are safe or you could be in a, there's contradictions. Everything has contradictions, different situation. If a woman has low self-esteem, and she feels she needs, you know, basically she grew up with a father who never demonstrated that she's worthy, lovable, okay? So she feels like I always have to change myself to get a man to love me. She will actually get physically turned on to men who, if she's somewhat confident in her body, she will get turned on to men who are not available like her father. Wow. That is I know that through my sexuality, I can get your attention and attention means love. Unfortunately, though, if you, you're, you're at that time, you're, you're making estrogen, you're putting out pheromones, but then you feel, I have to do something to get your love. Once you start having to change yourself to get love, you're now making testosterone to control, to get him to like you. Whenever you're trying to produce a result out there, you're making testosterone and not pheromones of estrogen. Wow. Whenever you're feeling I can relax and receive and I'm enjoying, that's estrogen. Wow. And, you know, everything is a, comp you know, it's, it's never any one time where you're only producing testosterone, only estrogen. But as a woman, you're most attractive when you feel I can have what I want.
that's why right now, uh, you know, I, my wife has passed two years ago and I've been grieving and healing and everything, but I have a girlfriend that helps a lot. And she just told me the other day that I don't know why she doesn't live with me. She says, I don't know why, but I'm, I'm buying something online every day. And I said, that's very important. One of the key things to producing one thing to produce estrogen is shopping. Is shopping is saying I can have, I can have everything about estrogen is I, I have a need and I can have, and, and <laughs> I'm not saying you want to become shopaholics, because here's the, the thing about women, when it comes to estrogen, it's not how big you got, it's how many you got. Great okay, so, point. Can you so repeat that is, one more time? <laughs> okay, it's not how big it is, although you might think it is. If you're on your male side, you think, oh, I need big, bigger is better. Yeah. That's okay. You need big from time to time. But actually, when it comes to hormones, uh, let me just give you the research on this. This is so interesting. You talk about this in your book with the roses, I think, right? You give the example. Yeah, well, that's the, the example. Yeah. But it's not always true. So I'm going to give you the research that explains when it's true. Nothing is always true. Everything is always a piece of the truth, and you have to combine it. So that's why I can go on for hours, because I can see all these ex the exceptions to the rules, so to speak. And it doesn't make the point wrong. It means for you have to look at it from another point of view. So when it comes to estrogen and, and women, what I learned, and I wrote about men from Mars, as well as Mars, Venus on a date, as well as beyond Mars and Venus, this is all key to romance. Men have to learn, I can give a woman 50 roses and she'll have a surge of estrogen. I can give her one rose and she'll have the same surge of estrogen. That's right. biological. Yeah. So if I wanna have her to grow in estrogen, I need to do one, two, three, four, five, six, every, build her up with lots of little things. Mm. then save the big thing once the estrogen levels are really high because it makes it memorable. So what does that mean? That means the research shows the contradiction to that. If a woman has low estrogen, I can give her 50 roses and it doesn't do hardly anything. And I can do one rose and it does the same. Wow. So that's where, you know, if you're angry, their husband, he brings you 50 rows, you know, your reaction is uh, too little, too late. Wow. <laughs> Don't think you could buy my love. So estrogen is always, if, 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 if once you get a woman back up to normal estrogen levels, I can touch her hair, I can give her a little kiss, I can give her a call, I can uh, open the door for her, I can plan something, I can surprise her with, I clean the kitchen. You know, little things have a big impact, the same as big things. So boy, oh. I'm tip to this thing so i told women the secret and you're dating a guy you get to the place of commitment i would not have sex with him until you know he's not going to be with anybody else and you've been going for quite a while what that would be is a month two months whatever you, you just don't want to rush this I thing i love that yeah and and you don't have to have sex okay if you're a woman or a man we don't have to have it if this is a it's like uh you don't have to go box people these are instincts that we we can benefit by but we don't have to do it and, you know, what part of, for Tantra, we started out talking about Tantra. I'm 60, almost 69 years old. Mm -hmm. And when my girlfriend's in town, I have sex every day, but I don't ejaculate. I mean, I'm, I, I, I got the erection of a teenager. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I can do it for hours. <laughs> yeah. You never lose your testosterone. Your testosterone levels never go down. Wow. If you don't ejaculate and you're a man. Now, not all men can do this right away. There's, this is a whole training you have to go it's through. It's a whole training, right? Yeah, yeah it's a training. Yeah. But uh, so, you know, for me to talk to women about orgasmic sex, uh, tantric sex, it's enough to, 
I can say your side of it, but it doesn't work unless he's on his side of it. It's a, it's right, a right, partnership right. thing. But it's good and that you gave the background also about safety, you know, being in a committed relationship. Like you gave us the background on how to. Yeah, yeah. Yes, the question becomes, was, where should we begin, right? Okay. And let me just start at the very beginning here. Let's look at statistics. Mm -hmm. Half of the women in America have never had an orgasm. What? Okay, exactly. What? Now, the other half, half of them have never had an orgasm with a man. That means they do it alone. Wow. This is a statistics. Wow. And so then you got the half that you're talking to who's had orgasms with men and want to have the best orgasms with men. And the way you have the best orgasm with men is you go, first of all, you have to have the right hormone buildup by having a relationship where you feel yeah. you're number one. Yeah. That's the orgasmic energy. You know, it's like, there's nobody else but me. You have to be able to feel I can let go yeah. of any concern or fear. Yeah. Okay? And so women has yeah. the fear as I get older, I'm less attractive. There's all these hot bodies over there. So what you have to know is to men at any age, it's not the hot body. It's the naked body saying, I'm turned on to you. That's so You're putting important. up the pheromones. Wow. The naked body. But you don't get naked right away. You have to, you have to slowly do it, depending wow. on how confident you are about your body, because you need to feel desirable and you don't have the man's point of view. It's very hard for women to think, why would some man want me when he could get this woman or this woman or this woman? Well, you know, yeah. I've seen a lot of girls here, especially in Miami, you know, they do a lot of plastic surgery and they're the most insecure woman. Yeah ever seen and and it's sad to watch because you know like like you said they go with showing all the skin you know with all this plastic surgery i mean they really they do a lot you know and then they go yeah. to a place and then they're they're the ones that feel super subconscious they're in a corner sitting hiding not all of them but some of them you yeah, know? yeah yeah i i agree and they can't have orgasms quite often either unless they're <sighs> doing it to themselves I've seen this, you know, I used to be, uh, you know, a therapist down in LA, a very successful, this was the 40 years ago. And wow. so all these models would come to me and it was shocking to me that uh, they were so insecure about their looks. And almost the number one complaint they had is men never call back, men don't call back. Uh, because, and what I saw at that time, it's not the whole picture, it's a piece of the picture is that if you're showing skin, just the primitive brain goes, oh, she wants to have sex with me, even though you don't. So, and you get horny men, they all line up for you. So let's say there's 50 horny men lined up to see you. And probably the only man that actually has some kind of soulmate ability to be with you is 38 in the line. So it's going to be a long time before you meet them if you're just putting yourself out there sexually, because you'll gather all men. Okay. That and is you so also funny. Why do you men. say 38? It's just interesting. <laughs> <laughs> you gather all of these, you know, basically you, you don't get a chance to have a man who's truly attracted to you for who you are, but you test them. The more attractive you are uh, physically in terms of re, uh, the, the model look, the more men are going to be attracted to you, only interested in sex, and they don't really have a heartfelt or mind attraction to you. And at the same time, it's not a bad thing. Okay. So when I said that, the, I think about these women who said, oh, he doesn't care about me. He just wants to have sex. Well, he doesn't care about you because you haven't revealed yourself yet. Uh -huh. It's his job to want to have sex. So, and, and, wow. and so if, and if you're getting showing naked to him, he's going to want to have sex with you. What man doesn't? Uh, but then he doesn't yet know if he knows you or whatever. It's up to you to say, wait a second. I don't just jump in the bed until I get to tell me, he gets to know me mentally, 
then emotionally, he does things for me. Then I feel very safe that he cares about me, but he can't care about you right away, but he can feel physically attracted to you right away. And that's appropriate for men, nothing wrong with that. It, it's just your job is to not let somebody in. His job is to knock until you're ready. <laughs> you have the key to get in. And your job is to, to regulate you, which is not to put out more than you want to, that you're getting back. And again, getting back is wrong. You need to receive and then give, give your, more of yourself as you've received. And wow. it is a gift. Now, wow. here's something else which produces in intimacy. This is a mind blower, okay? So... Mind blower, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Next big mind blower, okay? The, the first big mind blower is don't have too much sex because he's going <laughs> to... He, lose, he doesn't get his big testosterone back up to start wanting to make commitment. Mm -hmm. And every time he scores, he bonds with you more. And men feel score, they, like I scored, is when wow. his testosterone's hit the high level. If I can be with you and my testosterone doubles, that's a record. Oh, I, this woman is easy to please. I can achieve her. I can win that. I'm good at this. So he, it's easy for him. I don't mean you're easy. I mean, I can do this. Mm -hmm. I can do this. I can do this. Now he's bonding with you more and more. And he builds the confidence that I have the power to make you happy for a lifetime. Why do I need another woman when I have you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I didn't want another woman. I can score big. My wife, you know, I'm the hero. So why should I even think about anybody else? My energy goes to her. I'm a success in our relationship. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this is the other, the big, the big news was, um, big news. <laughs> Big news is what I've seen is that intimacy, again, you have male and female intimacy is different. For men, intimacy is look what I can do. I got a new car and you're enjoying my new car. I feel intimate with you. Wow. <laughs> see, I can do this for you. Uh, see what I can do. You appreciate what I do or what I've done or what I can do. All those things bump testosterone up and then I like you more. Wow. You appreciate what I said or did. Okay, you appreciate not you're helping me right you're like you're not like trying to understand my feelings and feel sympathetic and understand me and you're letting me do things for you or when i do things you're seeing how how much you admire that you appreciate that mm -hmm. as you accept that that's good okay so that that's his intimacy women's intimacy is look at me see me mm -hmm. touch me feel me we went deeper and deeper and deeper to feel me when I reveal a part of me that I don't reveal to anybody else, that's intimacy. Wow. Now, what does that mean? That's emotional intimacy. Is yeah. You see, you're at work all day long. You have all these thoughts and feelings. You can't express those. You know, if you're particularly, you've got a job, you got to do what other people say. You got to, the customer's always right. You can't say, well, you're ignoring me. You just get the job done, right? It's always about service to others. Relationship is about mutual give and take. So now you're in your relationship throughout the day while you're giving to other people. If you're a woman, the biology of the brain is different in that the same, much of the structures are the same, but how the brain is used and the pathways are different. And estrogen causes, because estrogen is a need inside of women to cope with stress, estrogen produces emotions and emotion, all emotions, positive or negative, estrogen produces emotions. Mm -hmm. When women experience moderate stress, they have eight times more blood flow to the emotional part of the brain. Oh, wow. It's the monkey part of the brain. So under, under uh, high stress, men have 
blood flow to the monkey part of the brain. So if I'm feeling threatened, then I become a big gorilla or I run a fight or flight. You know, basically men get emotional when they're insecure or they don't know what to do. Women get emotional when they're just reacting to I'm not getting what I want. It has nothing to do with how secure they are. They will just have emotional reactions. If you want something and you don't get it, there'll be frustration, disappointment, there'll be fears, concerns, worries, doubts, regrets, all kinds of things. You are a Pandora's box of emotions. And the Greeks said, don't open that box, otherwise cuckoo comes out. All yeah, right? the, other, the other day I was having an anxiety attack because I was checking my email and then my guy friend, <laughs> he ran to help me. <laughs> he couldn't understand why I was having an anxiety attack over my, like I couldn't check something on my email or whatever. He ran to help me, like it was like the end of the world because for him, he probably thought it was like the end of the world, right? That's exactly and right. He had the stress syndrome too, so on top of like he like ran. <laughs> exactly. So men don't <laughs> interpret it correctly. That's why men always think women are overreacting. And if you have an upset emotion, we want to say, don't get so upset, forget it, don't worry about it, no big deal. We want to push it down because that works for us because that makes testosterone. Pushing <laughs> down emotions makes testosterone. In engaging in your emotions is your estrogen. Pushing down your estrogen, if you're a woman, is increasing testosterone, but that doesn't lower your stress. Yeah. You need to express what you feel. Yeah. You need to share what you but feel. But guys know, right? That puts them in their feminine, right? Say that again? And guys know, like that's right. If men talk about their feelings, yeah. they're gonna go to their female side. Doesn't mean he can never talk about his feelings mm -hmm. if his feelings are positive. Aha, <laughs> uh -huh. very, very interesting. Very good, very good. And now, now, now you get something from the Latin culture, you know, like um, they always have a saying in Spanish, like, um, let the men be the men, you know? Yes. Let the men be the men. I grew up hearing this from my aunts, my grandma, my mom. And then the next one is ask for help. <laughs> Guys love to wow, help. Wow, let the man be the man, which is an abstract concept, but I'm explaining what that means. Yeah, but we, we, talk, we talk a little bit about it, you know, like, yeah. allow well, him to, you don't, know. Don't treat him like a girlfriend. Exactly, exactly. He wants to talk, let him talk. Don't be so interested in what he says, like you being a girlfriend. You feel, oh, I got to ask more questions and show how much I care and what else did you feel? Yeah. You know, if he talks, talks good. But you should talk more, you should yeah. share more, yeah. but in a way that's not complaining. That's the big key to this thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You got to translate this. So I'm actually changing this into my dating profile, and now I'm going to ask for quiet men. <laughs> Say that again. I'm oh, going to ask for quiet Yes, man. yes, yes. You don't want a talkative man. You now I know that works so much better for what, me. What is that? The, always the romantic notion of tall, dark, and handsome. A mystery man. You don't know. Basically, the mystery man doesn't tell you how he feels all the time. You're always wondering, what is he feeling? What is he feeling? But the oh, wow. Is, that's true. Yeah. He's always tall. But here's, here's the, the dynamic here is that you need to open up. If you reveal... This is my point. This is the big point I'm going to tell everybody, get to a conclusion here. <laughs> Emotional intimacy, if you reveal to your husband or your boyfriend your thoughts, feelings, wishes, wants, needs, and emotions, the more you feel safe, you go deeper and deeper. If you can reveal all of you to him through your words and he listens, what is he doing? He's penetrating. That's intimacy. He's seeing into you. He's having emotional sex with you. Intimacy. Okay. Wow. Intimacy and that intimacy. So not with me. He's basically he penetrating. inside of me. It's okay. Sometimes I might like that if I want to go to my female side. That's what we have to remember as a as a man. 
it's not like I don't have a female side. It's just a positive female side. If I start to have negative feelings, I go to my male side. Wow. Has no emotions. So important. Become the Buddha. Helping the world with this. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Men have to just go, hey, if it's upsetting me, take a time out, forget it, go do something else. Then when your heart is open, come back and remember what you were talking about or remember the issue, whatever. But this whole uh, argumentative anger, what men have to know is this whole angry thing is going to your female side. And oh, important. That, have, that has been a breakthrough also for me. Like I, I didn't understand, but I, now it makes sense because now I know the background, you know? Yeah. Okay. So now I'm going to uh, reveal the big thing because I was just building up to it. Intimacy. Yeah, if you reveal your body, mm-hmm. your sexy body to everybody, then it doesn't have such a thrill to a man when he sees it privately. Wow, now now reminds me when I used to live in the Middle East, they have this concept very highlighted. You know, I, I, I got married in Dubai, I lived in Saudi Arabia for a while, and they always talk about that. They think we are crazy in the West because we are walking around to show nothing special, you know, at home, basically. That's right, that's yeah. right. If a man can't see it anywhere else and then his wife disrobes, it's kind of like, God has come down and before him kneels before you literally. Yeah. You see, we're just making it not special anymore. And this is what's happening. Uh, But as a woman, she, her, see again, what makes a woman attractive is she produces those pheromones, not the man. You've got to be producing those pheromones. And therefore you need to feel when you're private with a man that you're revealing something you don't reveal to others you're, you're basically, your pheromones will dramatically go up and he will be attracted to you. Wow. So it's like many times, you know, some women, they'll, they'll be a little showy with their body, but once they get married, they naturally go, don't need to do that because I've got my man. Uh-huh. And then she reveals only to him. You know, it took me a while to figure this out. My wife was like, you know, I was back into the, um, in, yeah, I've gone through a lot of stages. It makes so point. much sense now. <laughs> Yeah, it just, it becomes a special thing that I only do with you, which means you're safer than anybody else. Wow. So you'll produce more, more estrogen, more pheromones and so forth. So that was the, the big thing, which is uh, if, you, if you basically are showing everything to everybody else, you become less and less attractive because there's nothing special that you're going to give to him. Wow. Yeah, I don't do this with anybody else. So you start firstly verbally, you're going to share with him emotionally what you don't share with others. You're mm-hmm. going to ask for help, which you don't do with others because you're these independent women. And not uh, me. I have the dental and distress syndrome. <laughs> at, least, at least I think I'm, you know, like I, I don't like this like whole independent thing. It doesn't make me so happy. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but that, you, you have to, you're living, uh, thank goodness for your, your, if I can say this, hot-blooded. <laughs> you, you're, you're feminine. Mm-hmm. And this whole independent thing is, uh, is another kind of DNA that some women have. And there's nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. It's just that the reality is you're going to have better sex in your life. But, yeah, you know, but, but a, lot, a lot of them don't know this information, I feel like. You know? Like they absolutely. Don't absolutely. You know, there, there's a... To, to enjoy... If you want to be a magnet, so much divorce is happening today as well, okay? And 
I know as a marriage counselor, very rarely do men want to divorce their wives if they're having great sex, mm -hmm. extremely rarely. And the only time I've seen it, which, and I've seen a lot of people, this is 50 mm -hmm. years, uh, the only time a man wants to have, uh, you know, he always will have other reasons. And for men, she's never happy. But how do you know a woman's really happy? She has an orgasm. Your body says, okay, I'm Superman. Now, wow, this makes so much sense now, right? And, Even if and women right. and women will, who want divorce will always say, "I give and give and give, <laughs> I don't give back," and I say, "Well, you're not very good at receiving, are you?" And they always go, "No, no, he he doesn't give." I said, "No, no, you don't know how to receive." This is okay. Now something else clicked. I was having a conversation with my girlfriend the other day. And they fight like cats and dogs, but she says, I cannot break up with him because we have great sex. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, you know, and, and that's the only, uh, you and know, this I know. a woman saying this, you know? Yeah, no, no, she's going to have, she really is having great sex. Not all women have great sex. Mm -hmm. um, now, what I would say, if, if the relationship's awful and they have great sex, <laughs> she needs to <laughs> leave the relationship because the relationship's awful. She needs to start dating. She's got a father issue, which allows her to be with a man who can't give her what she needs. Wow. And, and therefore she gets turned on to only that man. And all the other men out there are kind of boring and too nicey-nicey and wow. no passion, no excitement. She's gonna have to date those guys for a while till she learns new relationship skills. Wow. And the relationship skills is how can I experience all that emotion without having to argue and fight with somebody? Right. Yes. Okay. So how do you experience all that? That's called intimacy. That's vulnerability. That's learning how to share what you feel when a man listens. So yeah. And see, this is a whole new thing. Now, this is what you just described that what she's talking about is I've experienced it's called makeup sex. You yell and scream at each other, but you both get emotional, okay? Mm -hmm. And once you're emotional, you basically are a monkey. And now once you're a monkey, your sex drive becomes monkey sex drive. And, and her estrogen levels are off the chart. You're yelling back and forth. And you, basically, there's like a buildup of energy that hasn't been shared. So it builds, comes out negative. And now there's nothing to, to argue and fight about. See what I learned with my wife. Let me give you an example of, for the men that listen, but also it's insightful for women to know what men have to learn. And uh, so my wife, I, I was learning about women in my marriage of 34 years with Bonnie. And I was teaching and helping my clients share their emotions, not just their feelings, but going to their emotions. And they would cry and be upset. And I'm good at just asking, how do you feel? What do you think? What do you want? And how does that feel emotionally? Emotions is how a man can connect with you. You really, you're not lubricating the emotions are responsible of your body, right? He knows how you Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, that's when the penis goes in. Yeah. Uh, you know, everything else is getting close, but it, the penis goes in is a different reality of, in terms of orgasmic experience for women. And that's emotions. Getting down to your emotions mm -hmm. is where energy is flowing. So most couples only get to their emotions, strong emotions, when they're fighting with each other. But what if I can have my wife share some emotions without having it be an argument, but just asking questions? So I asked her questions for about an hour, and she basically, she told me later, she thought this was just some, the moon was in the right place in the universe for me to share everything I feel, okay? So she just went for it. So she went an hour as I kept saying, help me understand that better, what else, and tell me what you feel about this. And she started out with things like, well, I don't feel, I feel ignored, and I feel like you don't love me as much as you used to. And I said, 
how does that make you feel emotionally? Well, she makes, I'm afraid. I'm afraid this is going to you know, go downhill. You know, she got very vulnerable with me and she shared a little bit more intellectual stuff. Then we went a little vulnerable because vulnerability is where the real juice happens. Yeah. So her estrogen levels stimulate with vulnerability. She's sharing something she wouldn't normally share with anybody and wouldn't normally share with me. Okay, so wow. that's even more estrogen stimulating, but I created wow. a safe space for it. Because I kept you saying- You the difference between emotions and feelings? I feel like also that's a confusing uh, difference, no? Okay, okay. Uh, can I answer that? Can you hold on to that question? Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry to cut you off with this. Okay. Yeah. So she's sharing feelings and emotions, wishes and wants. Okay, that's her inner world. But I'm telling you, the real change happens when women can share their emotions that they would never share to anybody before. Okay, or at least during the day. All right. So I listened, and after I heard it, I wasn't this perfect, great listener at the time, but I was good at putting on a face of being my therapist face will help me understand that better, tell me more, what else. And I'm really trying to connect with her. But all my buttons are being pushed. You know, one hour of my wife not being happy, I take that personally. Okay. Every man will take that personally. You know, just as like, how could you say this? You know, we live in this great house. I'm this great husband. Our children are this. Blah, 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 blah. But she's just going over all the little things that are building up. And so she's sharing it. So I'm very defensive secretly inside. And at the end, I say, So you feel heard now? And she said, Absolutely, John. And I said, would this be a good time for me to share with you how I feel? And I was ready at that point to list for every complaint she had, I had an argument, everyone. You know, like if she says there's never any time to go out, I'd say, look, we went and we saw Hamilton or we went and did this, you know? Mm -hmm. Men always have a counter argument. Mm -hmm. So I just held them all inside and so it was building up inside. And then she said, uh, I said, so would this be a good time for me to share with you how I feel? She said, no. <laughs> And there's this silly part of men that goes tit for tat. But you complained. I get to complain. How dare you complain to me and not let me defend myself? I'm like the, 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 the defending attorney. I'm ready to counter every argument you've got. And she said, I said, so would this be a good time? She says, no. And then I said, well, when would be a good time? I was all ready. You know, very polite. When would be a good time? And she says, I don't know. I just want to bask in the sunshine of your love. And that was shocking to me because here it sounded like 50 complaints about our life and me. And now she feels amazing. She feels, I just want to bask in the sunshine of my love. Wow. So I was surprised by that. Very shocked by it. what an amazing answer. I still was upset inside, but not as much. I was curious, actually. I went, because you were just satisfying her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that somehow this had helped. <laughs> then, she said, then she said, you know, I... And she basically said, I'm going to make dinner now and I'm going to make your favorite dinner, which was chicken, wow. mashed potatoes and green peas at the time. Wow. And, and so she's in there singing in the kitchen. I, years ago, she would sing in the kitchen. So <laughs> it was like, she's, I thought I was looking at a Disney movie and the little bluebirds were chirping all around Snow <laughs> White. That's a great making, story. <laughs> you know, it, this was real. And I was sitting there in disbelief. How could my wife be so happy when a little while ago for an hour, she seemed like, like huh? one of the most unhappy women in the world. So, so she's <laughs> over there. And then we had dinner and the kids were there and whatever. And uh, it was, you know, my, I'm still inside. I, I'm shut down a bit, you know, I'm defensive inside. But then you had your favorite dinner. <laughs> yeah, but having my favorite dinner. So then I, I go and get in bed that night. I'm still a little bit defensive and I, I'm just going to go to sleep, roll over and, 
ignore her. Oh, because <laughs> my 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 estrogen's up. You know, all this emotion is happening. I'm trying to like detach and come back to myself. So I'm curled up in bed, and I see that she comes in, turns the lights up a little, have a dimmer, and she goes over to her drawer where there's her sexy clothes for bed. <laughs> That's a great story. She takes off her clothes, she puts them on, and I'm like trying not to look. <laughs> and now she gets into bed. And I, my first reaction, I'm, I'm going to go to sleep. I'm going to sleep. All it took was then she just put her hand on my thigh and, and the rest is history. So, oh my God. And this is so funny. It's like the yeah, best story guys, ever. Guys, really <laughs> yeah. Then we made love and I went to sleep. She went to sleep. In the morning, she cuddles up next to me and she says, are you awake? I said, yes, now. <laughs> she said, you know, uh, you wanted to tell me how you felt. Is this a good time for you? <laughs> and I looked at myself. She says, I said, yes. And she said, what do you feel? Happy. <laughs> oh my God, this is such a great story. There, you was, had the beginning climax and then. <laughs> there was nothing I needed to share. But the night before, it was like, I have to share, you know, I have to defend myself. These men are so foolish, you know, we just think, now I need to argue, which is only going to cause you to go back to your testosterone side. Wow. You got you soft and pliable over your female side. You make it, you know, being feminine. Now I'm going to come in and attack you. The stupidest thing we do as men. You just gave us such a structure on how to end a fight. It's like a, the best illustration of like beginning, climax, and end <laughs> of how to end a fight. Well, sex is always the winner for as far as anything goes. But you want to be able to get to the place where you can, she can reveal emotions without it having to be an argument to get to them. Mm -hmm. yeah. See, that's the thing. Makeup sex is real, but it builds mistrust over time. Mm. Being vulnerable as a woman, and it doesn't have to be, you have to have a lot of complaints about everything. Mm -hmm. It's just the little stuff. So you come home and you do Venus talks, which I talk about in many of my yeah. books, which is you just reveal frustrations and disappointments and concerns. You just empty out. There's nothing. See, what women become so used to is being like men, which just ignore things that are upsetting. Okay. Unfortunately, I married this woman who didn't do that too much. In the beginning, it was like, oh my God. But then after where I, I became grateful for it once I learned how to listen. Mm -hmm. So I'll tell you another funny story that comes to mind is, <laughs> I, it's in the first year of marriage. <laughs> and, and Wait, can I tell you something first before you, get me, before you start? I am going to apply the drawer with that, because you go, I think it's Venus and Mars in the bedroom that you talk about the color of the lingerie. <laughs> this is genius. Yes. Yes, yes. I am totally going to apply it to my next relationship. <laughs> It's great. It's great. People can read that book for that, which is different colors. Bonnie puts on different colors according to how she feels. Then I figured out what those feelings mean. Okay. Yeah. So black means <laughs> we're going to, we're going to uh, do it all. Okay. I'm in the, I'm really in the mood to do it all. Red, a white is more virginal, more foreplay, more affection, more warmth and so forth. More red is we don't need so much foreplay. Uh, <laughs> we, we can get I love right that. into it. I think it's great. And you know, and you know, a quickie is she just gets naked, and we're gonna do a quickie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes, sometimes I'm in the mood, and she says, "I see you want to have sex." She says, "We can do it later or right now," and that's a code phrase. We can do it later means when she's slowly getting in the mood or we can do it right now means it's a quickie. So I never felt rejected. I never, because she wow, got, I say, so you have yeah. there's never, never rejection possible, which mm -hmm. is so important for men.
because once you've been rejected three times, now you don't freely say, hey, what, let's make love, let's have sex, or let's go upstairs. You know, mm -hmm. you, don't, you can't freely say it because now you've been rejected, rejected, rejected. There's like this fear that, that I'll be rejected. So then men get into this stage of, is she in the mood? Is she not in the mood? She doesn't look in the mood. She seems like she's too stressed. She seems overwhelmed. And then she doesn't get the message that he's interested in having sex with her. Because wow. what women like, and this is generally speaking, women like to know he's interested in having sex with her, but he's not demanding her to be in the mood for sex. Whoa, can we restate that one more time? <laughs> okay, so he's interested in having sex. He could have sex with her. He'd like to have sex with her. He wants to have sex with her and he's okay waiting wow. until she's in the mood. You see, wow. you need to feel desired and not demanded. Wow, this is so important. I mean, we, we're going through so many amazing concepts and bullet points. I mean, this is like mind blowing right now. <laughs> you know, that this, and we'll get, go to the feelings and emotions in a minute, but this is- No, this is super important, yeah. You know, the, the, well, we've covered a lot of stories that, I wanted to tell you this funny story again about women. Uh, my wife's over on her female side and I'm, we're not that wealthy, you know, it saves up so I can take her on a getaway. Okay, so I got a nice hotel for her. And what I used to do, which is my system is, if I had enough money for three hotel nights, I would get one or two hotel nights and make it really more expensive. Mm -hmm. I like the extra luxury, that little extra something. And so less length of time, but something special. Mm -hmm. So we're ready to go away on this little getaway and she's getting all ready, we're packing and everything. And she's overwhelmed and stressed thinking about everything. And, and so I'm all like, okay, we're going on this great thing. Now we're gonna be all excited. And so I get into the car and I remember I said, are you excited? And she goes, I don't know. <laughs> and I'm just sitting here thinking, I'm spending all this money. I put all this work in this place. She goes, I don't know. And so I thought, okay, I need to apply what I teach here. So I pulled the car over and I looked at her and I said, I need to know how you feel. I, I want to understand, help me understand your feelings. And she says, oh, you know, to get away, I know we like to get away, but it's such a hassle. You know, I had to get babysitters for the kids. And then, and then I can't even remember all the things she said. And then had to get this all, we had to pack. And then we get home, we're going to have to pack. All I kind of remember from it was like about five minutes of all these reasons why this wasn't a great day. And I'm just feeling my energy go down, down, oh, no. down, you know, and, and then, but I'm saying, just practice, John, just let her talk. You got a love guarantee. Women will, they're like a wave. They'll go down, back up. Mm -hmm. if you don't stop it. And I, I remember the last thing she said, and she said, and yeah, and when we get home, there's going to be so much mail. I'm going to have to go through all the mail. <laughs> and in my mind, I wanted to say, honey, everybody who goes on vacation comes home to mail. Why are we thinking about that? Okay, but I didn't say it. And, <laughs> but I was just listening and I was saying, I understand there's going to be so much mail. It's going to be such a hassle. And she says, yes. And then <laughs> I try to remember the moment because I remember this is that she just shifted gears and she said, but I'm so glad that we get to take this time together. And I just watched all, I felt like a deflated balloon. Now I swelled up and, and it was just suddenly like, I feel so great. All I needed to get was that very ending point, which is, but I'm so glad we get this take this time to get together. She had to go through all of her objections and then get to the, the, the cell. Wow. And I just, I just watched myself go from nothing to like 
hero status. Yes, yeah. in spite of all of that, we're going to have a great time. So it was my ability to understand. Now, if she, if I didn't have that ability, most men don't, what you would do, he says, well, you don't seem to be that excited. And you can say, you know, I just need to share some of my stuff and then I'll feel really excited. So if you listen to me for the next five minutes, just hear what I go through in my mind and then I'll let it go and we'll have a great time. That's a great tip. If you can do that, then he can hear it. And it, it's so wonderful because you've just revealed to him something you wouldn't reveal to him, but you created a setting where he's not going to be upset by it because you're going to say, this is my stuff. I just need to let it go. And by talking, it would help me, but you don't have to say anything. It's just going to come, come out and I let it go. And, and that's called just venting. Yeah. And you know, a long time ago, since we were talking about old fashioned where women wanted a, a real man, you don't have to ask him his feelings. He doesn't have to be so sensitive and all this stuff. Men understood a real woman. Mm -hmm. A real woman is the weather. <laughs> sometimes it's cold. Sometimes it's hot. You don't take it personally. <laughs> you can't understand them. They don't make sense. They're emotional. But thank God they're emotional in the bedroom. That's all a man cares about. Bottom line. I'm talking about the old fashioned guy. You know, he... And she didn't care about his feelings or whatever. She just, bottom line, he's, he's a protector and he made money because she was pregnant and had babies and depended on that. And if a man can do his job, you're very happy with him. If you have a plumbing problem at your house, a plumber comes in, he doesn't have to be well-dressed or well-groomed. You can see his butt crack, but if he fixes it fast, you are happy. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. if you have a need, if you feel your need, then you have a lot of appreciation and you don't get picky. Now, yeah. Modern women don't need men like they used to. Now you at least have enough femininity where you feel to, like, I don't no. want to be this, this woman doing it all myself, but yeah. some women really enjoy doing it all themselves, mm -hmm. but then they start to neglect their female side. Mm -hmm. Then they start to resent that they have to do and it. They get exhausted. Themselves. They're tired all the time. These women are literally tired all the time. And then they complain, they can't get pregnant. <laughs> yeah. You know, and they can't get pregnant. It's true. You know, I do Tantra, as I mentioned. And uh, if my girlfriend or when my wife had said, if they're stressed, they can't be multi-orgasmic. Okay. Wow. It's, you need stress in women means your estrogen is low. Your testosterone is high. That's what it is. Yeah. So you want to be able to feel safe. We started talking about this in the very beginning, which is, you know, even one orgasm, having a man give it to you is, out of, out of the stratosphere, as long as you're not grabbing it, okay? He's doing it to you, which means, and you know, you said in the beginning, women want to know the best positions and whatever. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, tantra and the Tantra and Taoism, they all have all these pictures of positions. But I, I feel they need to go back up a little bit to all these things that we talk about before we even like, you know what I mean? Because that's, that's right. all these questions, are, like they don't have the basis that yet. That's right. You know, all those systems, by the way, is when men were men and women were women. And so what happens is you really don't see a lot of passion in their faces when they're doing it. Uh, wow. Almost like it's almost like a porn star who doesn't ejaculate right away. Okay, wow. so, so you, you really it was just sort of a functional thing, and but the the, the reality of it is still men were men, men were women, 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 and when a man gets close to ejaculation, what you do then is you change positions. This was all Thank changing you. positions is so that men don't ejaculate. Wow. And so it's, a, it's like you have to take a break. 
so, and also then the reality is positions will touch during intercourse, will touch different parts of your vagina. And, oh, you know, so important. <laughs> yeah, it is so important. You know, just clitoral orgasm causes you to gain weight. There's another one out we there. We talked earlier about this yeah, last time. Yeah. I remember one. Yeah, women mm -hmm. need to know that. Now, that's not scientific yet. I don't have any research on that, except that's a 5,000-year-old Taoist uh, sex system. They understood that, is that all of the nine stages, and you can look, they're different, different Taoisms look at it different, eight orgasm, nine orgasms. There's a lot of orgasms, then they're just multi-orgasmic. Mm -hmm. There's, but you start with breath. Okay. So a lot of the classes that teach Tantra, they all say, okay, let's breathe together. No, it's not. Let's breathe together. Let's have all the hormones stirred up through romance, through affection, through warmth, through horny. Then you start taking off the clothes and you start breathing. Okay. It's natural. It's, it's like, if you exercise, you go, <sighs> that's a different kind of breath as opposed to arousal. <sighs> You hot, you get hot. Literally, for men, they breathe as the blood starts going down to the down to the penis. Okay, you got to the breathing changes to pump the blood down there, and yet men are like so quick to leave that instead of catch the breath and then start just going with the breath. And then the woman generally enjoys his breath, and then he enjoys her breath because she's the real estrogen stimulator. So estrogen, inc increasing estrogen levels causes us to go through physiological change and more oxygen is needed. So the body will go into breathing, involuntary breathing. And so you need to be aware of that. You know, everybody's talking about uh, being in present time and, and, you know, the whole thing of mindfulness, you know, this is the foundation of sex is not just controlling your breath. It's not controlling your breath and noticing how good it feels when somebody else is making you breathe. Mm. And so if you don't have that automatic breathing, you can't go any further. Mm. So that's like step one. You need to have the arousal breath and enjoy it together as you're holding each other, touching each other, or talking together. You know, there's a place where you need to enjoy the breathing. And so many people take these classes and they all say, okay, now we're gonna sit and look in each other's eyes and breathe. No, you get aroused <laughs> and once you're aroused, you're allowing it to happen, okay? It's not you're doing it. The whole thing is you're letting go of control uh, just from here. You're letting your body come into play, but you're also being mindful. You're noticing how good it feels to breathe. And mm -hmm. okay, so then, and there's warm-up exercises that you can learn in classes where women can practice making sounds only because they have so inhibited about making sounds. Not uh, in the Latin culture. <laughs> say that again? Not in the Latin culture. Not in the Latin culture. Exactly, you know, I mean, at a certain point, I have to put my hand over her mouth, you know, and she likes that too, because the police will come, you know. <laughs> she could be kneeling on her stomach, and then you can come in from behind. That's, now you're getting down to the real instinctive going in from behind, and you're on top of her. That's, uh, your penis actually does different things. You go way, way deeper, and you don't want to go. That's a really good one. <laughs> yeah, it's a really good one when she's warmed up. Okay, so see there's points in her vagina. First of all, there's the clitoris on the outside. A nice, first there's the breathing, then there's the kissing, then there's the moving the bodies around, enjoying the whole body experience. Then there's the breast, the sucking on her nipples. Sucking on nipples is really important for women's so oxytocin levels. <laughs> yeah. It's just like you got to get babies suck on nipples to produce oxytocin and the milk flows. Now it's not gonna, it's not baby stuff at that point, it's sex stuff. It's producing oxytocin, allows her testosterone to go down, 
for estrogen to go up. Now it's a little paradoxical. As her estrogen goes up, then she can experience more testosterone. There's two ways women experience testosterone. One is estrogen goes really high, then their testosterone can come up without pushing it down too far. Oh, wow. Okay? That's sex, that's I feel so loved that I wanna fuck you, okay? <laughs> As, but then there's the this side so of, I like how you structure it. <laughs> then no, because that makes sense. Yeah, or they're simply, I have no estrogen and protect myself. I have to give you what you want, and I know what you want is sex, so I'm on my male side. So your testosterone goes up and your estrogen's down. Wow. So, and the same thing for a man. You see, my testosterone goes high, testosterone goes high. Now I can go over into a woman, into my wife, and that makes my estrogen go up. So now I can go into her, her estrogen, as estrogen is going up, my testosterone will come down, but not too far. And it stays higher because I'm doing her, okay? I'm producing that estrogen in her, which is making the estrogen in me, but I'm the one who's the doer, okay? Now there's times where for fun, she's really, because she gets a big surge of testosterone, she wants to throw you down and do you, okay? But it's, you want to get out of this just physical movements. These are emotions, these are feelings, which, you know, I think I can say this is for those who can't hear language, then this is not for you. You should turn off now. But there's just a place inside of a woman that says, I want to be fucked, fuck me. And there's another place that says, I want to fuck you and both men. Okay. I mean, that's when when you can feel all this love and say, and I want to fuck you, fuck you is testosterone and I want to make love with you is estrogen, both those things together. Wow. This is, you know, this is the, the, the feeling, you know, the, this word fuck has a lot of connotations to it, you know, but it's- I don't think girls use that word that much though. I mean, I don't think I- well, it's a feeling. It's the feeling of I want to penetrate you. Making love. But again, I, I, you know, there's all books on using dirty language and whether I'm not into all that personally. But there's this place where you have that feeling of I want to do you. Okay, you can put it like that. But quite often, it's the word fuck elicits those feelings. But if a guy is not built up as pleasure, and then a woman just says, "Do me, do me, do me." Uh, it's too much, you see. Oh, wow. he, he, will, he will feel, I'm not ready to do you that much as much as you're pulling. You see, you can't wow. grab. It's that, and usually it's when she's like getting close to that orgasm, she's like, I gotta have it. Then he ejaculates. I mean, ask women privately, how many times did you get close to an orgasm and he ejaculates? Uh, we have the discussion also with my girlfriend. <laughs> what, what, what did the girlfriends say? A lot Let's of educate the men. A lot of times, you know, but, but because now I understand what they were doing. You know, they were the ones grabbing the orgasm. So yeah, now and, I get and, it. And it's not just the woman. That's why you need a part. He's also, you know, he's addicted to that ejaculation. All right. But another part of it is a psychological part of it. He senses she wants more. He wants to give more than what's naturally flowing. See, if I have to give more, this is psychology. If I have to give more, that means I'm not giving enough. Okay? Oh, wow. So then that, and whenever you feel I'm not enough, your testosterone goes down and your estrogen goes up if you're a man. Yeah. <laughs> it's That's like, why I think it's so important that guys understand this concept that, you know, like the woman should have, uh, I think we talked a little bit about it before, um, and I love this concept because it's so true. <laughs> the woman should have the first orgasm and then always always and then yes. he can get excited yeah. and, and then then everybody's happy you yeah. know 
and, and you don't have to be doing Tantra or anything fancy like that. Right, right. You know, not everybody wants to be a, a long distance runner, you know, a, <laughs> you, know a, you know, I just happen to have one side of me that's a long distance runner, okay? So that's mm -hmm. not the only thing. It's the love that's most important as well. And then mm -hmm. there's just ABCs of sex with your wife is she has the orgasm first. Mm -hmm. And if you're having orgasms before her, she'll never find orgasm land, okay? Mm -hmm. She needs to feel. I love this ABC absolute best chances. <laughs> yeah, ABC. Just simply, she has an orgasm, and if you're if you, she doesn't have an orgasm, then don't have an orgasm. That's a that's that's ABCs of sex therapy is what they do. Is they say now you're not allowed to have intercourse, but you're basically just going to touch each other, and you're not allowed to have orgasms unless she happens to have one. Woman's sexual prime, according to statistics, is 35. Mm -hmm. yeah. Not that she can't be before, but what's happening by the, you go through a shift at 35 where you're no longer willing to just uh, do what other people want. You have a stronger sense of yourself. Mm -hmm. It can actually start around 28, but it can mature by 35 where you actually have this ability to say, you know, I'm going to do what I want to do mm -hmm. and, and not just what other people want to do. And that's testosterone. Your testosterone levels start going up at 35 men's testosterone, estrogen levels start rising naturally at 35. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, men's testosterone are starting to go down at 35. Is this why they're having young boyfriends? <laughs> I also have my girlfriends that have the young boyfriends at this age. They're the best. <laughs> uh, only because they've got testosterone. Right, right. And, and the same thing when guys are with younger women, it's they've got estrogen. And mm -hmm. But I tell you, uh, women in their 80s can have just the right amount of estrogen for great, great sex. Because if you've lived your life where you've supported your female side, you don't have to hide yourself. Mm -hmm. it's, all, it's all about, you know, can I be transparent and reveal myself and not try to control somebody? Yeah. Then you're going to always have enough estrogen to have orgasms till you die. Yeah. That's super right. important. We'll end on that cheery note. <laughs> <laughs> A lifetime of orgasms. Okay. <laughs> uh, we'll talk again. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye.